Welcome to the 105 Way Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia. And your co-host, JL. And on this episode, we have author, Sunaina. Hi, how are you? I'm super excited. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show. I even love your shirt, Breathe. It's it's very, uh, I, I try so hard to make sure I meditate every single morning because it's such a great way to start off the day. So this morning, believe it or not, I didn't. So your shirt is a reminder from the universe telling me after this is done, you better do your meditation for the day. So yeah, thank you. I, I was just going to come at that, that, you know, even, I mean, like I'm a mom of two kids who has to look after the kitchen and if everything so there are times when i don't get to meditate in the morning mm. but uh there is a time when my older one is in school and the younger ones asleep and i do sit whenever and the i always feel so grateful that no matter what time you sit mm-hmm. you still you can do it okay yes. that, that's good to know so in other words don't feel bad for not being able to do it this morning yeah, i think uh, if you keep spending your life in guilt that oh i and I, I I still do it myself, but uh, you know we have this tendency to create that perfect day. Yes, where everything goes as per what you want it to happen, and if it doesn't happen, everything else is like it didn't happen. Now it's okay. I'll start tomorrow. But we we lose out on so much. Right. Yes, I agree with that. Love it. <laughs> okay, so tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from what you do for a living, and how the idea of writing came to mind. <laughs> I was born to two middle-class parents in Mumbai, and both of them were busy working. My eldest uh, dad's dad's eldest brother he used to look after me. He was very lenient. He used to allow me eating uh, bread and chocolate. <laughs> he, was, he was very sweet, very lenient, and he was full of stories. But he also had, because he was a man, he didn't like, he was still struggling doing things. He he wouldn't give me a lot of attention as well at uh, at some points. And I would end up reading a lot of books at that time. Now, the funny thing is my, both my parents, though they were working, they, they didn't uh, really uh, force me or, uh, you know, even encourage me to read a lot. They did encourage, but it was not like, I, I really wanted to read a lot of books and I had a a uh, very big appetite for books but uh, we didn't have so I would repeat the books and I would tell them I want new books and they would say yeah yeah we'll get it for you but I never got it like till I was I think six or seven or eight I don't remember what age and I threw a tantrum I'm like you give me a library membership that is when I think I learned about library membership and I'm like I need it do whatever it takes I want it or I will fast I will not eat food and stuff but and <laughs> And my mom was like, okay, fine, I'll go get one for you. And she did. And and then I um, I could read more books. And I remember I was five or six years old when I, I have, I still have this. I, I have this very strong urge to document my life. I want to write everything that's happening to me or through me or with me. And um, so I was five or six. It was summer break from school. And uh, I I have this clear memory that I got up and I wrote in my journal, uh, got up from nap, will either read books now or take some snack. And this journal was an old diary of my dad's. It was like a year previous to uh, the current year that was 90, uh, 90 or 91. So uh, uh, I, I wanted a proper journal 
proper diary looking journal not some notebook so he had given me his previous and then i would make the sunday look like monday and i would keep editing the journal and uh, i want for some reason i don't know why i wanted to write with a pen not because i am like this is this is permanent this will not change now i am already done this activity and i wanted to write with a pen but nobody gave me a pen <laughs> and somewhere i don't know i was playing downstairs and uh, i found a refill in those days the ball pen ball pens had refills so i i used that and i i used to hold it however and write uh, whatever i wanted to write in like if someone told me a joke i would write that whatever i did so this this has been with me but sadly enough i never um thought of writing as a career nor did my parents ever thought oh she's going to become a writer uh, like even till 2011 my dad when he passed away he never i had never published anything till then i i was busy doing uh, management studies psychology and handwriting analysis i i've done such crazy stuff but never never thought of writing as a career it was only after my dad passed away i got i seriously got into meditation at that time and uh, i realized this 9 to 5 job anyway it was 2010 when i realized this 9 to 5 is not my cup of tea i i am too creative to you know be told okay this is the time you work and this is the time you rest no whenever i want to work i want to work so so um, maybe because of that that i uh, i started doing graphology and somehow i don't even remember how i thought okay i should send this poem out and i always been writing in my journals poems or stories whatever is happening so i'm like you know this is a good poem let me just send it out some i and i just did all of a sudden and it got published and i was like wow that feels great and i remember uh, i uh, even wrote some newspaper articles in india and uh, they got published and i was uh, about to get married so i was researching about hair salon and uh, those makeup places and stuff like that and uh, because of that research i got some uh, articles uh, in newspapers and that also got published i was like wow this is so cool so when you ask if i had any struggles i don't know i didn't have any struggles i just, it was like it was like an adventure okay i'm just sending this out and it's getting published so why not let me just keep doing it till it's happening and I got some dough that's good. I I got married and he said like after the year and half of marriage he said uh you know I'm getting an option to go to the US uh what what do you want to do? I said I don't want to leave my mom. My mom's alone. I have a younger sister. I don't want to leave and go to US. But the idea that seed that he left uh, he's like okay we'll see. And then he's like you know we could go for some years and come back. And uh, you know uh, mom's still young. we can go for like 4 5 years and enjoy see new places eat new stuff it, like he he ignited the adventurous part in me like let's do this and it it took me a few months and then i said okay let's let's go for some time and let's see how that goes and after coming to the us i realized i my visa doesn't allow me to earn any money and uh, uh, unless i apply and stuff and it's a it was a complicated process and i was like let it be let's start a family and uh, you know kids will grow up and we'll go back and uh, we'll see how life goes um and uh, because we were so new and we were in connecticut which is like a small village which was like compared to bombay uh, i remember we went for fireworks at 9 and we thought we'll eat something at 9 o'clock in connecticut 
everything was closed we came back back home and i had to make dal and rice so so um uh it was like that small villageish type of a and for, for me from bombay it, that was like i was not happy there uh so my refuge was to write and to read and write and that is when i got more into publishing and then i was like i should since uh writing is happening so well let me write let me publish something in the us market which took a while for me which took like 6 to 8 months and by then i guess i was pumped up that yeah i should write that i kept sending stuff out i used submitable i looked for facebook groups i i went everywhere to see how how to submit where to submit and then like oh, new yorker i i want to get published in the new yorker one day and you know with with dreams that every writer has that yeah um uh, so there yeah, i and i kept writing kept publishing i had one kid uh, luckily he loves reading so at the age of 2 i would leave him with a few books right next to me and he would look through the pages he would look through the uh, photos he was happy no screen time so he he kept himself busy and uh, then uh, when he was not even one year old we had moved to washington uh, we stay in maryland now so we moved here and here i found an indian community i found friends i fa- found you know friends like family and i i I'm like okay i i can stay if we have to stay here and uh, i kept so and because i had family like friends i could leave my son with them for about 2 hours they would play with their he would play with their kids and uh, uh, i could get some work done and then their kids would come the next day to my house and they would you know take care of each other play with each other and i could read up on something or uh, you know uh, do something that will help me like uh, read an article on writing or whatever like people keep asking me how how did you find the time it is always that i never I go on social media. I cannot lie that no, I've never seen any Facebook. Uh, I don't scroll. I do scroll, uh, and uh, I have my fun also. But I, I don't see a lot of ROI in it. Like it, it, it is for I myself. After two minutes, I can't like. Why am I looking at their lives? I should be making my life right. So I, and I always see it for some time, and then I'm like, okay, enough now. And then I'll try to do something about writing. Maybe I'll just watch an interview if I don't have the mood to read. but something or maybe and there's so much available for free i i i since i don't earn i don't feel it is right to ask my husband give me money i want to see so i'm always looking <laughs> for free stuff to do online yeah and it, uh, yeah i was going to say too fa- facebook is you know it's it's interesting cuz a lot of people will, will say um you know either they love it or they hate it or it is it is a very powerful tool um that that's how we met right yes. that's how that's how you're on, you're on the podcast but you know a lot of authors who we have found to be successful via facebook it was a lot of early campaigning and it was a lot of just connecting with other authors and other um artists if you will um in their same realm so yeah no i i definitely hear you but i think i think most people utilize facebook in a unproductive way <laughs> but I, i i definitely hear you and I, I, with everything you said i just found it interesting in the beginning how you talked about chocolate and bread that that combination is is yeah, interesting my, my, i have i when i was 
I was 97. I was in seventh grade. I got two root canals done. My uh, wow! Can you imagine? Like, uh, and now they are they are just. I'm I'm going through something which is called. Uh, uh, I forget the name. Okay, but they actually cut my bone area so that they could crown lengthening, and it's the process is going on for a year, and it's still not done. It's even it's like the daddy of root canal. It's it's even severe. and uh, all this is because of eating chocolates <laughs> wow huh. just i can't imagine yeah. i didn't eat greens and you know because my mom was no, who's going to force me to eat greens who's going to say oh sweet heart you should eat it but no you okay whatever you want to eat you eat, <laughs> eat it, like uh, eat your flat bread eat rotis right real roti he would put chocolate he like at least you're eating a roti so That's funny. That, <laughs> you know what? And, and growing up in New York, you know, I, I had I had quite a bit of uh, Jamaican, Trinidadian, um, Indian food. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very familiar with roti. I did, okay. Here's the thing: the last time I had roti, I didn't realize. So I thought it was similar to a Jamaican beef patty. There's no bones or nothing in that. You just mm-hmm. bite into it. And so with this roti, I had gotten a, uh, uh, I believe it was curry chicken. Mm-hmm. But they didn't remove the bones, and I oh. didn't. I didn't know that you should ask for them oh. to not have a lot of bones in it. So I just bit into it <laughs> like a Jamaican beef patty, and I just got all cut up. And I, oh. I, it was it was miserable. But I do I do need to give it a chance again though. <laughs> <laughs> so, every single time someone brings up Rody, that's what I think about. Oh, how sad though that you have such a sad memory. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so, a lot of the people listening to our podcast who who reach out afterwards, they are people who are either struggling with their writing or just like to listen to people like yourself because they deem you to be extremely successful because you've done it. So, share some struggles you have when you do come up with the concepts of your most recent book. Also, tell everyone what the title of your most recent book is. Um, but what are some struggles that you had? Did you ever feel like giving up, or just share that with our listeners? I I've never thought of giving up, and never I I am somehow, you know, um, if this doesn't happen, something else will happen. I know it will work. Something will work out. So I even um, when I so the, the title of the book is Refugees in Their Own Country, and. Uh, as you can see it has some illustrations it is not just boring poetry i mean not boring but you know people are so intimidated by poetry they like mm, poetry you need brains to understand poetry who so um um my struggle initially was to believe that yeah um i can do it once once i was so i let me these poems are on the india and pakistan partition all my life growing up i have never identified myself as a sindhi the the place where my ancestors are from because i was born in bombay i always was cool bombay ka mumbai ka you know i i never thought of myself as a sindhi all my life even after uh, having kids uh, for the long time i ne- i've written about motherhood nature uh, so many other things but never about the indian partition and uh, my son turned 5 five, five and a half my second uh, son was born and uh, you know something 
started brewing i guess but it is i was still not aware of it um but and my son i see he can uh, speak my husband's language he can speak english he can speak hindi uh and i was like oh wait where am i in him uh, he has bad oral health like me other than that where where are we? where am i in him and i was like then where am i in me what what is me again and so these questions would you know some days it would just float up and i would either think of it not think of it and uh in uh i don't remember the year again but just two years back i was watching a movie uh it was during covid so i was watching a movie about kashmiri pandits and about how they came as refugees to india and in that movie one of the guy goes back to his village and i realized even if i want to go back to my own village nobody in my family is left to tell me where to go and that hit me like anything and that then the first poem uh, karachi came to me and then something just like a tap something just happened when a lot of poems kept coming and i just kept writing and uh, i was like what do i do with these where do i where do i even send these like where what do i do and uh, just a lot of poems kept coming and then one day uh, i was just talking to a friend of mine and we talked rubbish full day we were, like talking about our husbands talking about our kids not listening to us and so many other things <laughs> and i was telling her that you know something silly happened i i am writing these poems and i don't even know what to do she said make a book and she's fearless she's she's much more uh, stronger than i am i'm like hey write a book as if i'll write and somebody will publish and you know uh, what what do you mean write a book but and then she like okay forget it uh, and we moved on but but like that seed it stayed with me and uh, i i looked at the poems and uh, i i wanted to illustrate but i wasn't sure if that's a possibility if illustrations go with poems and i i didn't even know where i i'm not very uh, what the current uh, market is of i like i don't even like then and then that thought came to me that i will do it i can do it and this is how i want it to go out and i will do it and then we'll see what will happen with it but i i want to make it the way i want it to be and i did it and uh, there were some things like were better said with some illustrations they are not like they are not like some big pencil sketches with some minute work it's just some things that that i felt will enhance the poem it it doesn't have to be a uh you know something beautiful but this is how i wanted it to be and i did it and uh, and at that point of time i came to know about this beautiful uh, publication house called black and white fountain which publishes she this is the second book of poetry she's published she's always published more like uh, i i don't know what to call it informational like uh, about sin and about her, her story as a sin and so many other things but never a, this is the second one the first one she did was uh by by a very very uh, uh reputed sindhi poet whom i recently met and i'm, I'm so much in awe of him already so i was like me I, let me send out and see what happens and uh, very quickly she said yeah it's it looks good let's do it and uh, she said you send me the manuscript i'll tell you what to edit and in like a year uh the book is ready and you know here it is uh, so my only struggle was to first convince myself that what i want i should be clear about what i want 
And second is that for me, time is a big constraint. We cook three hot meals fresh. I cannot, my stomach cannot digest uh, stale food. Like even if I eat morning's food in the night, I get gassy. So I, I, I have to eat fresh. And because I have to eat fresh, other three also have to eat fresh. My husband works nine to six and he's the only sole member earning. So whatever he cannot do, I have to compensate. And two kids whom I cannot just show screens. I, I We do not even have a television in the house. So no screens, nothing. They have to, I, I, so I, that means it's double work on me. I have to play with them. I have to keep them engaged. I, ha, I cannot just leave them. Despite all that, I had to find time. And I have to, it's still, it's still a struggle. Like now also, I can only do this because he's napping. If he's up, I cannot sit here for even one minute. He will come and he will pull me. He'll like, you come with me and you play with me. The older one, now by now he's, but the younger one's too young to not, uh, that, and he's very naughty. I cannot leave him alone. He will open the commode. He will uh, put hand in the fish tank. So I, I cannot leave him alone also. Uh, maybe next year, but not this year. And he will rip off pages. And for us, that's like sacred. We, we cannot allow that. So <laughs> so that that is my struggle. And my, my only advice is don't give up. Never give up. Never even. That thought should also not cross our mind that, hey, you know, maybe this will not. Okay. Something else will happen out of it. Don't give up. Never. I love that. And I love your mindset about things because it doesn't only apply to writing or publishing a book. It applies to life in general. Just when you believe in yourself, that belief turns into it actually happening. So when when you're, you said your friend came to you and said, Oh, you should write a book. You're like, what? No, that can't, you know. You're like, no, not really. But because I, I you know, know. there's so much. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just saying there's so much uh uh truth and then they say this, now that uh, no dream is given to you and without the capacity to fulfill it. And I I if the thought has come to you, then there's some use to it. There, there is some reason why that came to you. And now what we do with that is 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 probably are uh, uh, strong will maybe but and I don't know how strong willed I am and I will we'll see that in 20 years but yeah if it's given to you keep at it something will happen yeah it's it's um and the, the problem is is that a lot of people and, and I know it's this just in business because we've actually been full-time entrepreneurs now for uh, June, July, August. So about 14 months. So we were able to completely quit our jobs and, and just do this full time. Um, and so anytime that I look up other businesses that have failed or looked up other ventures that people went on that just didn't work out, it had to do with self-sabotaging a lot of times. And I can't begin to tell people how meditation is very important. Absolutely. Affirmations are extremely important. And knowing your why is the most important. Um, you know, my my soon-to-be son on on the way will be hey, born congratulations. in. Congratulations. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I cannot see but okay. Of yes. Thank yes, you. yes. <laughs> we 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 are having a son and, and my my soon-to-be son, it has been a huge motivation 
as far as continuing to go. We were already motivated, but it just added an extra why, you know? Mm -hmm. And so anyone out there who's listening, the moment that you're thinking about giving up, that's the enemy putting that, that's those evil forces putting that in your mind that what you're doing is not working. And it's entirely up to you if you fail. People think fail is a three strikes you're out type of thing, and you're never out. The amount of people that have Elon Musk, the richest person on the planet, worked for people before. He showed his Tesla idea before, and people thought he was stupid. And now look at him now. Imagine if he went with those negative people. So I think people like Sanina, you you have it, you know, on point. Uh, it's it's a lot with your mental, and of course, like your shirt says, a lot with just breathing. <laughs> it's so, and and you can and let me know if you agree with that. There's times where I get so worked up, I find it amazing how just taking five deep breaths and just clearing your mind for yeah. those five breaths only helps. Would would you agree? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm I've been practicing meditation since 2010, and uh, I uh, I. I don't want to boast about it, but I I think it makes me a better mom. Uh, and I I like every time uh, they say how how are you? I want to say it's meditation, but I I don't want to uh, say it's only meditation. Also, I know I've worked hard. I I've removed time. I don't go. I I've sacrificed so. I I'm like there was a time when I was full of homo. I'm like God knows what my friends are doing. But if I if I do that, I cannot do this. So. Like they they go for walks, they for like leisure walks for one hour after they drop their kids. Like no, I have to go home. I have to go cook. I have to go work. <laughs> and I'm like, what are they bitching about? I don't even know. What they have in the community. How will I know? <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it has been wonderful having you on the podcast. You have given our listeners so much to think about and so much great advice. Um, tell our listeners where they can find your book and of course the title of it. And if they, if you have a website or social media where they can find you. Thank you. I, before I go into all that, I just want to thank uh, Ed Poetastic. He's, he's wonderful. He's an angel and he's a blessing for the uh, mom. Like, uh, so he, he connected me to this and uh, I, Thank you guys for asking such uh, intelligent questions. They 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 are what makes the podcast so so useful for listeners, right? Uh, so refugees in their own country, uh, the book is available everywhere on Amazon. It's I know it has reached Canada, it has America, of course, and India everywhere. So uh, uh, and if you like me and if you want to follow, please come on sunanapal.com. It's S-U-N-A-Y-N-A-P-A-L dot com. Wonderful. Again, thank you so much for being on the podcast, and we will definitely keep in touch. Thank, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on my next book. So, yeah. Wonderful. Oh, Eli, we, we always like hearing that. <laughs> this has been the 105 Way Podcast. You can tune in every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Talk to you soon. <laughs>